rip it. Hey, folks. Here we are. Ripping it again. Yeah. It's becoming a habit. It is. This is Seth and Doug. I'm Seth. I'm Doug. And we have a very special guest coming in today. Yep, he's on his way. We just got the call. We're very lucky to have him. Because as you know, fellow podcasters, I'm sure, finding guests can be can be tangly. Yeah. And this is, uh, you know, I think in the first podcast, we were talking about how we met like a bunch of people in our local bars, in our neighborhoods, and they're all interesting. This is, uh, this is definitely one of the more interesting guys that we've become friends with. Uh, his name is uh, John. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, he we, is awesome. He, and, he's a force to be reckoned with here yeah. in, in the Sunset Park Bay Ridge he, area. He really is. On 58th Street, Paulson kind of has the, the joint on lockdown. And he's a native uh, native New Yorker, native Brooklynite. Uh, he is a, a carpenter by trade, but there's a lot more going on. Yeah, he's a DJ by night. Yep. He's multi-talented. Yeah. And so we're going to... Uh, he'll be here any minute, and we'll get the scoop on Mr. John. Yep, and what's going on in John's life, and uh, and I'm sure he'll let us know a few theories that he probably has. So so yeah, so so stick around for this one. Paulson is in the building. Doug went to go uh, go get him. Let's see let's see how he uh, how he intros himself. Hey, bro. What's up? It's Cutmaster General, DJ Stepchild. <laughs> May know me from a few of my uh, promos. Yeah. So um, yeah, tell me about. Tell us about your promos. Well, I will tell you about the promos. The promos are just something DJ Stepchild did, and I believe I am the first DJ to do it in this fashion. And people can look up on the internet, and they won't find one like that. Um, I just whenever I do a party, I make a little video promo. It's usually like funny, you know. Let's know what kind of music I'm going to be playing that night, what type of party it is, where the place is at. And other DJs, they have... I actually haven't seen a DJ do their own promo. I've seen them do a promo for the place itself, and they show the DJ. I actually make my own promo, like, depending on what kind of party it is, like if it's a Halloween one, if it's Christmas, you know, different parties, just to get the word out for people, because, you know, with Facebook and YouTube and all that. But, um... And a couple like yourself and uh, my buddy Nikki. Shout out to Joey Galaxy. Um, you guys, like, helped me uh, learn how to do the video editing and guided me. So I made a few of those. Um, but this is uh, what you got going on here. This podcast is something I've only read about, and um, I really am very interested. How do, you li- how do you like it so far? It's pretty good. And now we're live because I just walked in for people listening. I didn't know. We're, we're actually live over the internet right now? No, no. It's it's just recording. It's not live. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then you, oh, that's how the podcast works? Yeah. I mean, you can you can do the, some people have the, have the capability of doing it live. It'd be nice to do some, and we may work on it to try to do a live one sometimes so we could get live callers and all that kind of stuff. But for now, it's just straight. Yeah. It's, the, to, it's just straight chit chat. Yep. Yeah, and then it. And then we'll edit it. it on uh, the... You can edit out whatever you want. So let me ask you, um, where, what's, where did you come up with DJ Stepchild? What's the? Yeah, I've, what's I've always wondered. I've that, never known. I never, I never know that. Oh, we're really getting down to it. Yeah, this? yeah, yeah. You're the guest. You're the special guest. You know, when I was younger, I kind of used to try to tell it and explain it. Um, and you were DJ. It's... You were DJ Stepchild as a child. Um, as a young teen. Got well, it. actually, I had um, 
I used to rap and, you know, did all the break dance when I was little, little. So, of course, it was John D. Like, everyone was D, you know. Um, I did bite it off Mike D, but... Why, um, why weren't you John P? Because it just wasn't... John <laughs> D just seemed to be the thing that, you know... Well, Johnny P rappers works. Rappers and hip-hoppers were doing at the time. Johnny P doesn't work? I still use it once in a while, the John D. Um, and the stepchild really came from... Uh, a couple things like it just though it just pro it pertained to like a lot of different elements of my life actually because uh like I used to rap a lot and this is before Eminem you know what I mean and like I knew I had a nice little flow and it was just a little thought this is just one of the thoughts like I would thought no matter how much I could rap I'm always gonna kind of be treated like a stepchild towards the music because I I you know am white black yeah. You know what I mean? But that, this was a long, long, you know, this was like 20 years ago. So things things are a lot different now. And then, you know, once Eminem did it, now it's like open game for anybody to rap. Like, he proved that, you know. But what about third base? They, third, they, they, they had cred. They weren't like Vanilla Ice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think well, well, what about um, the, uh, the Beastie Boys? The Beastie Boys. They, they are the ones that kind of like brought rap to popular culture. Sure. And I... I well, the Beastie Boys, I also, um, besides, like, main, not mainstream, but bringing it, you know, to a bunch of other white kids, them and run DMC and whatnot, um, as far as, like, actually them, their, their own records, they actually taught a lot of other rappers. Like, before that, everyone was just, like, bopping along, blah, 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 I'm the king of the block, I'm standing on the shop, I'm doing, you know what I mean? They actually made, them and Rick Rubin actually made, like, you know, one guy would rap on one mic and then the next guy would come in yeah. and it would be like, they kind of, and they did different voices and antics like that people just didn't, didn't do in hip hop. They were, they were very advanced, like for their time, you know what I mean? Like, like it was the first album of hip hop that they made. And like, if you listen to it still today, the license, Ill, you could just learn so much from it. And you think about the shit, the stuff that they had. You know, they didn't have as easy equipment. They were really still editing reel-to-reel and right. tape. and So the stepchild came from that. And also the stepchild kind of came from, like, um, after, like, grade school, I finished uh, high school. I went to high school out in Jersey. So, like, it was always, like, if I come here, I'm kind of like a stepchild. Like, oh, now he's in Jersey. But then in Jersey, like, it can't. it's not like I grew up with all of them, like, since birth, you know. But, of course, Brooklyn is my home planet yeah and that's where i've been kind of yeah i used to also have uh i kind of made it real quick i had firstborn and then another rapper came out and he actually well i think he was actually italian puerto rican but he was part of a group and his name so i just dropped it but i didn't have it that long i just was starting to use it and then i dropped it and i just <laughs> came back to stepchild did you like tag and shit tag dj stepchild around the neighborhood no i used to write sc though and when I was younger, I really used to write John D. Yeah. Or but yeah, and uh, out in Jersey, I did. I used to write Stepchild just because everyone, no one else really tagged out in Jersey. So when they saw it, it was like free advertising. So yeah, so uh, listeners, you know, check out if you want to see that your videos on YouTube. What do they? What do they need to look up? DJ Stepchild Brooklyn or DJ Stepchild what? No, they could just go to YouTube and look up DJ Stepchild. There's a there's another DJ Stepchild. He's out out in England, and I have no, you know, 
He actually has red hair, so I guess he came with it like redheaded stepchild. Yeah. And I know the guy didn't bite my, you know, stuff. He's all the way in England. He, we just happen to have the same name, and he did his as redheaded stepchild. I did mine DJ stepchild, kind of even before they were using that redheaded stepchild thing. There is a slight little buzz, especially in the New York City area, at least in the club scene. There is. I don't know about this new school electric dance how much I'm, you know, I'm trying to get on that. But uh, like old school heads, and since I rap so long, and I have a lot of connections in the street with like vendors and stuff that were all kids that used to rap, and now they're kind of like street vendors. They all know me, so people people do know who I am. Cause um, with the thing Stepchild, like in 2012, I kind of came back DJing. I always DJed at my house, always made beats, like even just for fun, um, whatever. I always kept at it, just keeping at it, practicing, whatever. But um, this year, I, in the 2012, I kind of came back to DJ, and I told one of my good friends, LS, that, um, yeah, I think I'm thinking about changing my name, you know, for the new school school stuff, whatever. And he was like, nah, you can't do that. You had it too long, and too many people know you by that. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I did keep it. But a lot of younger younger folks, like in their 20s, 21, they think this is like a new thing for me. Right. But it's it's really not. So that's the DJ stepchild. I was gonna kind of change the name, but I couldn't think of a cooler name. I will... Yeah, it's hard to think of a name like that because you're just like, no, that's sucks. Because it's a stamp. It's like when we were trying to come up with a name for this podcast. It's like, what do we call it? I don't know if you know the name of it. It's called Rip It. Yeah, just Rip It. Rip It Radio of the podcast. Okay, you guys are lying to me right now. No, so it's called. okay. Here's the um, thing. If uh, I don't know if you need to use this or whatever, but a lot of people know me. I'm on, uh, you know, I drink a lot of energy drinks, yeah, Red yeah. Bulls and whatnot. So I found another one because, I mean, I, I actually do spend a lot of money. I use, you know, I'm literally addicted to them. I, I, I use a lot of them. I'm DJing <laughs> at night. I'm working in the day. I never stop. I'm always doing something. You always are drinking Red Bull. Like, how many do you drink a day? Yes, sir. I'm drinking. Nah, I drink at least four a day, a minimum of four a day. Like the 16 ounces or like the little, the little guys? The twelve ounces, because you know they make like the twenty-two ounces. Yeah, yeah, those are my Saturday ones. I my go through God. about. Two I saw, of I saw those at the store, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding!" Well, also, they are very horrible for you. I must say that yeah. they are very horrible for your heart. And uh, I don't understand why they actually sell the sixteen ounce. Because if you read the eight ounce can, it says do not drink. Well, I guess that would be two. Would be it says don't drink more than two a day. Right. And I'm drinking like sometimes I'm drinking seven. Jesus, um, yeah, that's a lot. But there is a new one out, and I actually was just talking to the um, guy who owns the store, and it's called Rip It. Oh, and they're yeah. only a dollar, and they're energy drinks. I mean, yeah. I just literally bought, that's what I just bought on my way over here. <laughs> you bought a Rip It on your way over here? Yeah. No, I bought like four of them for the morning. I already had two today. But it's actually called Rip It. So you're ripping it right now. in sure. two In two ways. Sure. Um, and also, because I was a little concerned with, I was wondering if, uh, you know, since the guy gave him a case, and he's like, oh, I don't know who's going to buy it for 99 cents. He put one in of different assorted flavors, and they went. So now the guy's coming every week with them, and I'm buying them. And uh, I was just a little interested in wondering if, I don't believe he's on the, you know, open on the stock market yet, but maybe someone's going to pick him up. Like, it'd just be a little interesting to follow his stock. Yeah. See how Rip It's doing? So there we go. We're plugging Rip It, the energy drink now. Yeah. Sure, that's what I mean. And, you know, DJ Stepchild was also looking to to find the guy who sells it. Maybe he needs a, you know, video commercial shot for, you know, the internet for, 
you know, rip it, rip it, drink, and maybe there may even be able to be some kind of yeah. thing in here. What's up? It's the kid, the DJ Stepchild, aka the Cutmaster General, giving you the hip hop you want live at the Belmont, 117 East 15th Street, New York City. It all goes down Thursday, April 5th at the Belmont Lounge, right around the corner from Union Square. Shot specials all night, bottle service all night, and the best hip hop R&B and reggae all night. So That's one the of the interesting now. things that we I learned about Paulson like early on is his interest in wrestling. He's very Paulson. Do you mind if I call you? But you mind if I use your name? Not when it's coming from you, sir. All right. <laughs> I'm used to calling him Paulson. So you've always you've you've talked about your passion for wrestling and that you know because you're a big you're kind of a big dude. And uh, and. Uh, yeah, so tell us about your interest in wrestling and how, like, you were... Were you really interested in becoming, like, a, a professional wrestler? And tell us about that. Well, you know something, brother? I'm going to tell you right now, brother. When I first came to this and I watched Hulk Hogan win the battle from the Iron Sheik in 1983, brother, I was just a little peewee Hulkamaniac. Nah, really, I think he did set it off, though. I don't know, I just, like, the... Wrestling was just fun. I played football. I played baseball. And, uh, I mean, me and my friends, we used to literally have, like, 30 kids. Like, as soon as WrestleManias were done, we'd be outside. And, I mean, we used to really put on shows. And I have a younger brother who's, like, four years younger. And um, him and his little friend, you know what I mean? Where all my friends were, like, doing the moves on them. Like, I was so into it, I was letting the younger guys, be, you know, make it look like they were beating me up. So they'd have fun doing it. And I was practicing, like, you know, looking like I was really getting hurt. Right. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. I can't do crazy moves, right? I, you know, I can only do basic moves because, you know, obviously I didn't do it. And uh, a while back, I actually, me and another guy, and he was like 6'5". We went to this uh, Northeast uh, Wrestling School. We went in, but they wanted, like, you know, this was a lot of years ago. They wanted $35, you know, an hour to get trained. And yeah, that's I guess a, when, you, that, when you're a kid, you have no money. That's, yeah, that's Well, I was actually about 19. I know. Well, well either, that's yeah, still, that's still a kid, and 19-year-olds yeah. don't have Yeah, 10 money. hours for 350 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And um, the guy actually told, he told me, he's like, you know, if you're going to be a professional wrestler, you, you know, you definitely have to do a cycle of steroids. And he also told my friend who was six five, and you know I thought that dude was you know that dude was big like, and he's telling him he has to do him. I mean that isn't why I didn't become one. I just I I just myself personally I would never do steroids. Well I always I have a decent little frame you know like, so I feel like so we're all so we're all it was Hulk Hogan all those guys Macho Man, you know obviously the uh, what was that guy's name that the that would come out just like blasting. He had the, he had the, the that ultimate warrior. The ultimate warrior. That dude was juicing. I mean, were all oh, those ultimate guys? Ultimate was. Were yeah. all the? I mean, all those guys. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think you know, there's even documentaries you could look on. Vince McMahon himself, you could look at him. He looks great, but he's uh, yeah, he used to actually supply him to the guys. I mean, yeah, I think that's been made known. Yeah, I mean, all, every one of those guys kind of did at least a cycle or two. Even like King Kong Bundy, like big fat dudes. I don't, I don't think he did. There's some of those guys. Like I, I don't think like uh, what's his name, the the Bam, guy Bam Bigelow, or like some of those guys weren't because they weren't that big. Like today, they're huge and like ripped, but back in the '80s, they were. 
There was just bits. you know like George the Animal Steel, and yeah. you know uh, uh, who was the guy the the Pied Piper guy or the Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper? He wasn't juicing. He wasn't. Sure, he he was. He was naturally big. Well, wasn't he? No? Yeah, but he was See, like uncle big. Like he wasn't like bodybuilder big. Exactly. Right. So like, what about The Rock? Do you think he juices? I think he has, definitely. Yeah. I think all of them in there have. And m- most of the NFL have as well. So when you when you were a kid and you and you were told that, did that how did that make you feel? Did that like crush your dreams of like, well fuck, I'm not I can't do it now? Because if that's what it takes, you you know, <clears throat> what what was the ethical dilemma there for you? It didn't really crush. It didn't crush my dreams, cause uh, you know I was more into music first. And actually, when the wrestler John Cena came out, now he's a little, a little bit different than when he first came into the wrestling. Uh, he was actually like a rapper wrestler, and I used to tell my friends that's what I'm gonna do before I seen John Cena come out. You know, when I was younger, that's what I said. And uh, then I remember at the time, like, Leaping Lanny Poffo came out, and he used to read poetry. And I was like, no, 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 like, not like that. Like, I'll make real rap songs about the guys I'm going to fight. You know, I was a kid. And uh, do that. And then kind of John Cena did that. That's how he came in. What, wasn't there a, uh, like, a, a pro rest like, back in the 80s, those golden eight, that, that golden time? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there, like, a song that they all wrote together? Because wasn't there a song yeah, that Yeah, there they was. Did I remember a video. Yeah, I actually know a lot of it. There was a <laughs> matter of fact, if anybody cares about wrestling, um, Gorilla Monsoon, rest in peace. He was like one of the great voices of uh, WWF. I mean, he wasn't just like announcing, here's a headlock. Like him and uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, they both worked really good. They would like kind of like, you know, let you know the storylines very well. And it was just they just made I just thought they were the best commentators. Jesse the Body Ventura too, actually. When yeah. him, Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon um, is an awesome name. And my so father good. used to work at uh Caesars in Atlantic City. So that's where they used to have the Slammy Awards, which were the wrestling music awards that they used to have for a minute. And um he met Gorilla Monsoon and he told him, he said, Oh, my my, my boys, you know, me and my brother Mark. He, he um he's like they love it he's like you know they love it and you know it was late 80s and they were like oh he you know they love wrestling so gorilla monsoon i remember one you know for christmas me and me and my brother got a package we had two uh wwf figures well now it's wwe but wwe wrestling figures the bigger ones the rubber ones like the first series yeah, yeah. yeah those I, things were I, awesome. I, had, I had the hulk hogan one yeah, yeah i had king kong bundy <laughs> um and i th- we had two figures he gave a Captain Lou, um, I, I, actually I'm lying. It was three. Captain Lou Albano, Gene, Mean Gene Okerlund. Okerlund. Okerlund, love that guy. And I actually was happy about that one because I never bought mm. the Gene Okerlund one because I always wanted a figure kind of. Course, but yeah. I always wanted. Yeah, he'd be, him a, he'd he be like the the last one you get. Yeah. But he gave us that, and uh, he gave us. There was like five pictures. There was Roddy Piper, different pictures. Roddy Piper, Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. Wendy Richter, uh, maybe like one other person. Did they ever make, did they ever make an Elizabeth? Actually, Rubber, it, it, for people doll? for people that I don't know, Elizabeth was like the beautiful manager of uh, Macho Man. Macho Man, and the she first would lady of wrestling. Yeah, and and I guess <laughs> yeah, I she like ended up in like drugs and all sorts of nasty shit. Yeah, that's because <laughs> of that because of that friggin' steroid freak Lex Luger. <laughs> when, when, when she went with him, I love how this has turned into like 
When yeah, she went uh, with wrestling. him, that was it. She wound up, you know. I mean, it's her fault too. She gave in, but when she went with Lex Luger after her and Macho Man divorced, and it was like two years after, whatever. But once she went with Lex Luger, she just—that's what killed her. Yeah, I remember when Macho Man died. I texted John because yeah. I was in front of my computer. I knew John was—you were working, you know, at a site. And I was like, "Dude, Macho Man just died," and your response back—it came back like. Like a half a second later, I don't know how fast you typed that. It was just like, please tell me that you're joking. <laughs> nah, that was my man though, and he did. He did help. He just, just the macho madness. Like when that's going on, I kind of have a little bit of that madness in me myself. I like kind of go into his zone. Although now I'm getting a little older, <laughs> I don't do it so much. I don't need to. But when I'm in that zone, it don't matter. Like nothing, you know. Well, nothing's yeah. gonna happen to me. And you can, and it's pretty amazing to see. And I, I may have video of it somewhere, and I might be able to post it on the website. Of Paulson tearing off his shirt at a, at 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 the bar. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty phenomenal. It's it's because it's, 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 it's I mean, tearing your shirt off. It it they make that shit look easy. You make it look easy. It's hard because I remember the collar's to, tough. I try, it is. I tried to do it as a kid. And I could never, I could, ne- I could not do it. Yeah, everybody tried as a kid. Yeah, but you can fucking do it. Well, as a uh, <laughs> 12, 13 year old, I was still doing this shit because I had a younger brother and sister, so I used to wrestle with them, but not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. joke. And like I said, me and my brother could put on a show. Like, it would look like we were really hurting each other, but we wouldn't. Um, when I was younger, I used to actually make a little slit in the top. That's the secret. Yeah, but then, like, from 15 on, I was just straight ripping it. Right. So so if someone wanted to, if, if you were to tell, give us the pointers of if someone wanted to learn how to tear their shirt off, because it's impressive. Yeah. How do you do it? What's what's the secret? If you were getting ready to get in a fight and you did that. Yeah. You're just like, Mrah! yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What's the secret? What's the technique? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. The, <laughs> yeah, don't the do technique it. is I just I mean I'm a little you know I'm a little stronger now. You just gotta grab the shirt and just rip it. You know? <laughs> I mean you can hear in my voice it's getting like you start zoning into that zone. So so you grab your collar. So you want to tear you the collar. You, 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 so Paulson is now grabbing like the inside of your shirt collar with two hands. Two heads close close together. Do you have elbows out? It depends. It's not really about how where your arms are. It's about where your fists are. I just rip it. Like, I don't know. I just grab it really tight and rip it. I mean, these things aren't that strong, so if you give it a little yank, it starts to, like, so it's stretch it, a little. And then when it's stretched, then you rip it. I mean... And if you're cheating, you want to just... If you know you're going to do it, you want to make, like, a little slit in the collar? Yeah, but you should do... You know, when you're younger, you would make a little cut in the... I mean, actually, Hulk Hogan had his whole shirt had like kind of holes and yeah, he had up no he it. had no collar. Yeah, so it was yeah, like a it was like a, a sleeveless yeah. cut thing. Yeah, yeah, and it had did have holes in it, and it said Hulkamania, and it was like a half shirt. God, I loved it as yeah. a kid. Well, the funny um, thing you... is, I forget who the two guys that actually did that, but it was when Hulk Hogan was in AWA, and it might which is American Wrestling Association, old school. And uh, there was NWA, not NWO, but NWA, which was Nationwide Wrestling Association. 
And throughout the 80s, they were uh, never as big as WWF financially, but they had a huge, gigantic following over in the Midwest and, like, um, I guess where they didn't get our, our, our television stations. But um, he was first in that, and he came out with, the, you know, a couple rips, and he came out with a couple rips in his shirt. And I remember being very young and just thinking uh, there was two guys that ripped off his shirt, and he was, you know, standing in a muscle pose. And I just thought it was a little fruity, like... <laughs> At the time. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying for me, like, I just thought that was a little like, all right, I don't know if you want to have two guys ripping your shirt off unless that's what you're into. And if that is, that's fine. But, yeah, I do remember that. So, really, those two guys just did it. And I think it's on one of Hulk Hogan's, you know, specials after he's been retired um, that the guys were like, it was just something spontaneous they did. He was in the ring. He had the sh shirt, and they just started ripping it off at the peels again it's a yeah. little fruity but whatever that's how it came about and then of course hogan was lucky because he you know at the time he beat iron Sheik, which was you know supposed to be from iran and i th think he might be but um he was from iran that was just right after like you know we had the olympics and we had all that and then you had uh the twa hijacking i know this is old school for younger people that and may then, not remember, but and, and his his partner in crime was Nikolai Volkov, which the yeah, Soviet Union what? existed at the time. Sure, yeah, that didn't come out till like three three years after after right because Iron Sheik was in it for a long time before he paired up. Sure, yeah. I, I believe he looked old when we were young. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he also did, looked like a badass though, right? Like yeah, he did look like a badass. Like if you saw like, and he was one of those guys that didn't look like a uh, a juicer. He yeah. was just like a big dude. He didn't look like a steroid. Yeah, he didn't guy. look like a freak. Yeah, he like, didn't have he abs. He didn't look like a tree stump. Yeah, yeah. And then also you have um, the uh, uh, what's his name, Andre the Giant. He wasn't juicing. He was just massive. Andre the Giant never had to juice because Andre was big here and has a big heart for WWE fans. I come WrestleMania, there will be one true champion. Yeah, he was good. That was good. Bad Andre the Giant. Did you ever go to Madison Square Garden and see any of the WrestleManias? Um, no, I did not. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> no, I did not. Not that worked. He couldn't take us. But um, nah, I never actually did. But I did go to the uh, movie theater and saw a pay per view of the first WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had that at home. We watched it at home, and that yeah. was. I wonder if they were the first people to ever do pay per view live. Or was there boxing before that? I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah, really remember. but Tyson was like on HBO. Yeah, yeah. Sure, but then they, later on he started having right all the boxes match, all the great boxing matches when we were youngsters. I know I'm a little older than you, Seth, but like when I was youngsters, like yeah. I mean I don't remember them we're, all. We're basically the same. But I'm yeah. sure they they weren't really, and cable wasn't really huge or nothing yet. It was just coming out, so yeah. they might have had them on like ABC Sports and stuff. Yeah. 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 But I remember the first WrestleMania. We rented it, got pizza. Yeah, people rented it, it was, in my neighborhood. It, like kids came to my, the house. It was a, it was a big fucking. Deal. Yeah, it was like Seth got WrestleMania. It's like holy shit, Andre the Giant like got body slammed by Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that was nuts. I remember not too long ago, yeah. John and I were hanging out at his apartment. And we just watched a DVD of WrestleMania one. Yeah, which one was? Did Tyson come out? Didn't he or Mr. T? That, oh well, well, here's let me let me just go to first of all. I will say, I never really got to go to Madison Square Garden, but uh, my dad and, you know, mom, they did every every WrestleMania that was on until, you know, I graduated, whatever, we had, and it used to be like a known thing that we were going to have that, 
like WrestleMania was going to be at my house, you know, like we did, no matter what we were getting at, we had the Survivor Series, that was every Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. And those were like $40 a pop back in the eight, you know, late 80s. So let me ask you this, what, where did it change? Back then, it was, it was, it was simpler and it seemed more pure. I don't know if that's a good way. To, now it's just like so much. Yeah, it was more like good guy, bad guy. See, in the 80s, they, they were still, even until the mid-90s, I think it was about 1996 or 1998, when uh, Vince McMahon finally admitted wrestling, you know, is fake. I mean, you still get your, you know, you still get hurt. They're still flying. It's still a sport, but it's not, they're not punching each other in the face. And obviously a grown man, a six foot man, any size man, you know, you can't punch another man six times in the face, 20 times in the face. And the guy's getting back up and fighting or you're not going to have blood everywhere. <laughs> I know this from experience. And I think really what changed it was Hulk Hogan losing the belt and the way they made, um, the ultimate warrior just come in and like kind of be a Hulk Hogan. He had his, you know, no matter how many times you hit him, he'd shake his arms up and down where Hulk Hogan would just start hulking out. And I think people really didn't like that match. And they said that wrestling went down, the stock, everything went down for the next two and a half years when Hulk Hogan lost the belt. So what'd you think about uh, the Hogan sex tape that recently uh, surfaced? <laughs> What's your thoughts yeah. on that? Has anyone seen it? I've not watched it. I'm not. A big I have. Fan. I've seen oh, it. Okay. Well, you're a Hulkamaniac, so you have to watch it. Yeah. Something like I'm I, some <laughs> kind of maniac. It was. Uh, you know what's fucked up though about it is that there's Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. It yeah. is. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. And he like gave the okay, like he was in the house. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's just what like, they said that Bubba and her were like swingers. Yeah, it's like, yeah, go ahead, Hulkster. How old is she? Twenty four. I have no uh, idea. Yeah, I mean, I that doesn't either. really matter. I'm sure no one in here is going to test, but that doesn't really matter. I just mean, yeah, I, I don't know. The whole thing was kind of, kind of fast. <laughs> it was yeah. kind of fast. Oh, I could do it. But Wait, he, I remember the sex tape, and he's like. Oh, I just ate. I feel like a pig. And then he goes and drove the broad. That's what he says, right? That's what yeah. he says. He like, does oh, say that. You've, you've watched the sex tape? Yeah. I did too. It's short, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not long. See, I would have been like, it's, all right, on. I got to go take a shower. It's How long is you it? It's like a three-minute tape? It's, it's not a long, Something long like time. That. I mean, they just three probably minutes? edit it. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You, you don't see him hulking out. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, yeah, you know, he's just like I'm just like a big fat pig. And he's also, rubbing his belly. let's put this too. The kid Ray J, who's that? Uh, who's that? He's the one that nailed uh, Kim he's the Kardashian. One that, him and, him and uh, Kim oh, yeah. Kardashian made uh, the sex tape, and she became famous not just for being Paris's friend, whatever. And uh, like that was, I mean, whatever, um, you know, whatever. The guy's slaying his shit, right? But. It was so short. It was so short. I couldn't believe. I was like, why would you put that? Like, you, you were done. Like, he was done. And, like, like it was so short. <laughs> and that was before she was run through everybody in the fucking Hollywood. You know what yeah. I mean? I would have been there for... I probably still would have been there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, if you, I would think if you tape a performance and you... It should be a performance. It, yeah. And, it, and it's not good. You're like... Mm. And, you, well, and you might, like, erase it. Or record a new one. <laughs> It, 
anything in the news that you've heard recently that you know you're interested science wise or that kind of blows your mind or anything like that? You know, I'm so happy you asked me that question, Seth. Like, you know, because there's been there's a lot of debates and things like that about certain science things. Anything that you have thoughts on? Yeah, um, actually, it, it really is. It's like almost old news, but we're still not doing it with gene- um, you know, cloning cells and stem cell research. Yeah. I mean, really want to like, th- this is really like, it's proven it could be done. It's proven it can be done. I've seen documentaries on it, and, you know, they took a GI that came back. His face was burned, burnt. His whole, the side of his arm was burnt. It looked like it was a melted candle, his arm. And after one session, I'm not sure the doctor's name, but this Indian doctor, he said, I just thought of the idea. He's like, and I took the stem cells and figured if you just spray them over it, and he's like, it's basically like a spray paint can filled with stem cells. And they sprayed this GI's face and his arm. His arm looked like, I mean, his face, the way it before, the half of it looked like the Toxic Avenger. And now he just looked like something, he looked like he went for like four years of treatment after the one minute of spray. And his arm... His arm went from some girl maybe saying to him, holy shit, what, what happened to your arm? It looked like it was melted. To being like, oh, what happened to your arm? What is that? Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, why are we not doing this? Like, it's just ridiculous to me. And if, like, the people are saying because it's God and where it comes from and all that, first of all, you're not supposed to, you know, mix the church and the state. So that shouldn't have anything to do with it. Um, as long as it's controlled, you're not making humans. Like, you're trying to... People that are crippled, people that have a leg longer than the other, a young fucking girl walking down the street all crippled and all like that. You know what I mean? Why are we not doing this? Because it comes from aborted fetuses? If if the if the, the question is about where it comes from, well, it's like, well, it comes from an abortion. How about that? Like, well, if that's allowed, why can't we use the, the, the stuff from it? And not even to be funny and whatever, whatever. I have nothing against anyone, but, like, this is a country that will give a man breasts... Yeah. But they will not do stem cell research. How is that not like? It's a it's a really good argument that I haven't heard before. Holly came from Miami, FLA. Hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, so do you, as DJ Stepchild, do you have any gigs coming up? Yeah, actually, I do. You got, yeah. any, you got any on the regular spots? Well, I just finished uh, with my boy Johnny G. I was run, running under him. Uh, he had me out there in Queens. He was doing bar local. I was at the poorhouse right around the corner. That's in Bayside, Queens. That was all right. It was, it was fun. It was good. I basically wound up doing a lot more filming, though, for the events than actual DJing. But I did DJ. And uh, it was also weird because it was in Queens. And I like was in a lot of Brooklyn stuff. I was playing like with Chance with Brooklyn. And they were all doing it, you know. like So it was good. And it's a fun crowd. It's like... No fighting, like to just, you know, drinking and dancing. Have you ever, when you when you were DJing, have you ever, uh, has there ever been a fight that's broken out while you're DJing? And how, as a DJ, how do you do? You, 
change the music to stuff like that, or what do you do? Are you telling them to calm down on the mic? Well, actually, I've been lucky not to have that now in you know, later years. I've also been doing a lot more like you know, the electric dance style because that's what's popping right now, and I enjoy that a lot, too. It's fun. Um, but like when I was younger, sometimes you know, if, you know, when you're younger, you're silly, fights would break out or whatever, and then I would just you know, either stop the music and then talk on the mic and you know, basically be like, yo, you know, you guys are going to get into a fight, then we're not going to be able to come here next week. We're not going to be able to have these parties. So if you guys are going to be fighting, then we're going to ruin the party. Oh, you guys fighting, you're not going to be able to dance with these girls here next week because we ain't going to have it next week. And, you know, and by that time, everyone's at least looking. Everyone's a little calmed down. And then, yeah. you know, that's about it. Well, I created a, uh, earlier on my, on my train ride over here, I created a little uh, New, York City, New York City quiz. And so we're going to have a quiz off. All right. All right. And let's see. Uh, we don't have buzzers or anything. Yeah, we'll just whoever chimes in first. I'll make the noise. Yeah, and you know you can answer and he'll you know you can yeah or you can go bing yeah. you know yeah, when it's make a noise yeah when you're ready but we have to be respectful for each other when when you hear the bing yeah you gotta lay don't off. don't just shout the answer out go bing and then answer all right all right all right and this is just wait bull- Crosby this is just bullshit for to, bing just go that, oh to those yeah questions. no just go bing or Crosby or whatever. And let's see who wins. Let's see who wins. Know. Ready? Yep. And this is just generic bullshit. <laughs> exactly. No, that's uh, the loser buzzer, though, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. What's the area in Manhattan where you're most likely to see rats? Ping. Chinatown. Yep, that's right. But that's a broad question. I know. Well, you have to say Bing. Because I was going to say Subway. I think I'm an area like. All right. Yeah, well. Yeah, I got you. All right. Next one. Train most likely to give you trouble on the weekend. Bing. The freaking R train. Nah, I don't care what anybody says. It's the R train. Uh, well, second answer. Oh, that, that's Are incorrect. With that's me? incorrect. I think this is Jeffrey. an opinion. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, the L train. That is correct. Okay, I think bing, I may bing. have to change my answer. So. <laughs> All right. Hells never runs on the weekend. What is responsible for the most honking in New York City? Girls. Cabs. Cabs, that is correct. <laughs> oh, you mean who makes the most noise? To it? What yeah, type what is responsible? I mean, but that's a good question. You know, there could be... Dude, these aren't... You've made I know, this they're, up. They're, I, I know, I just made it up. There's no real right yeah, I answer. Guess you just keep saying yeah, there yeah. could be it could be girls. Okay. Which park in Manhattan are you most likely to be asked if you want to buy drugs? Any park along the way in the late nineteen eighties, early nineties? Yeah, but specifically now. What park? Yeah. Can I oh Bing? Yeah. Thompson Square? Uh, I'm looking for something else. I know what you're looking for, but can we do it Thompson twice? Square is pretty pretty good. Can we do, can we bing twice? Yeah, bing. 14th Street Union Square. No, I, I, Washington. The, 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 the answer I'm looking for is Washington Square Park. Oh yes. You walk into that park, it's like, hey man. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, more no, than I, any other park. That's yeah. definitely the right answer. 
Christ. I, got, I just don't mean yeah. on that part. I got uh, someone came up and asked me to sell them drugs in Thompson Square Park. <laughs> so that's the that's the the park yeah, most yeah, likely right. where Thompson's people are looking for now, drugs. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, so. If you kids are looking for drugs, you can go to Washington Square Park. Yeah. They're there. Uh, yep, they are there. Okay. And if you police officers are listening, maybe you can go there too. Yes. All right. Uh, which ride? was responsible for an injury that caused a man to eventually die on Coney Island. Bing! I'm sure there's more than one answer. The hellhole is definitely one of them. But it's, I know this as a fact. So do I, because I was right there. Oh, okay. Hellhole. What's the hellhole? Or what was it? Um, is it still there? Yeah, it's still there, but it's different. Actually, I think I'm incorrect, because I don't know if the guy died or if he just had his legs cut off. I believe <laughs> he had his legs cut off. <laughs> And if they had stem cells, they could have shoved them shits in, and he would have grown new legs. He just would have dipped his legs in, and he wouldn't got the lawsuit. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have dipped his. It's not like I don't. DJ Steps was always jokey, laughy, laughy, but this is something like serious because it could cure so much shit. I mean, it just could if they could. I mean, what they're doing now is absolutely crazy. All right, we'll get back. Let's let's get. All right, right, so I would say the cyclone. The cyclone is correct. The cyclone killed people. Yeah, a guy. Besides a heart attack type shit. What happened? The guy um, apparently like broke his back. He was in his 50s. He broke his back or had a spinal injury or something uh, during the ride, which I can understand. I can understand that. That ride is rough. That ride is rickety. And so when he got off, he went to the hospital and later died, unfortunately. All right. Um, It depends. Like, you know, people in the older generations, you know, when they're 50, they're a little older. We're going to be able to be younger. The younger generations keep growing now or living healthier as they get a little older due to technology and whatnot and stem cells and stuff. Um, But, like, the guy was older. Yeah, he may have had a little osteoporosis or something. So, like, he kind of should have known. Like, when Uh you're an adult, you don't need a... I mean, most jobs, like, what what are you supposed to do now? Go to the doctor and say, I'm eligible... Come on, help eligible. me. Well, eligible to, um, you know, ride this ride. I have a doctor saying. Yeah, I'm I mean, but it's a fit. cyclone. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, right? So, what, what does he get to sue the cyclone? No, I don't know what. I happened. mean, it's called the freaking cyclone. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, you I, shouldn't I ride sue. the cyclone once every year, and the scary part to me is that the shit may collapse. Yeah, <laughs> it's old. It's <laughs> still a wooden roller coaster. I know they repair it, and I'm always afraid my knees are gonna pop that bar out. The best place to get it is. Where's the best place to get cheesecake in New York? And now I know this one, but I mean, I'm talking about uh, across the board. I'm going to say where it's known as. Yeah. Oh, beep, buzz. Look, I'm going to say where it's known as. And back in the day, it was slamming. Okay? You're talking about Junior's Cheesecake. That's right. All right. Now, here's what you got to do. If you want to go and get the Junior's Best Cheesecake, you go in and you get a slice of Junior's Plain Cheesecake or maybe with some fruit topping. But when he starts making all these chocolate peanut butter and all is weird and like, oh, it, it kind of is no longer the best. He lost to Bobby Flay. Brooklyn mm. lost to Bobby Flay on the challenge. And I remember thinking to myself, he should just make his signature plain Junior's cheesecake. Yeah. And just instead make a plain. he made some weird thing. But that's what's just been known as. And it is a great cheesecake. I think it's a great cheesecake. But so I'm going to have to go with Lesky's Bakery. As the best cheesecake what, in Brooklyn. Up here in Bay Ridge? Yes. Not just because it's Norwegian, just because everything out there is outstandingly delicious. I walked by that. And thing. it's I'm fresh. Go in. Yeah, they have two stores, What's one it in called? Bay Ridge. What's it it's called? called Lesky's Bakery. There you go, Lesky's. Shout out. One in Bay Ridge and one in Park Slope. 
And because of that, they're constantly moving products. So the oven's it's never fresh. stopped. It's fresh. Yeah, you're, not, right. you're guaranteed nothing past three hours. All right. Seinfeld Diner on the east or west side? Bing. Bing. Oh. It's on the west side. Bing. That is correct. That is right. All right. Uh, for the Brooklyn man. Uh, can I just say one more thing about that? Of course. Like, I was also, I'm also in the Carpenters Union, you know? So when I started out in the Carpenters Union, my first job was the um, Trump Towers. And so I used to get off the diner where I used to get the coffee and all that and I used to eat at was the diner that was supposed to be the one on Seinfeld. What's it called? Monks? Monks? Yeah, Monks. No, that's what it is on the show. That's what it is on the show. Mel's? No. No. Tom's diner. Tom's. Yeah. But um yeah, and it looks different on the outside. But yeah, that's yeah. the one it's supposed to be. And you know, I I just Do they just, have good food? They have big salads? Um they have a big salad. No, they, um, I wonder if they do that or if they were just like they probably no did way afterwards. We'll, do well that. see, I don't know if they had the big salad at that at that place. I think it was at some some other place. No, they got the no, big salad there. That's where sure. she always had the big salad. But then sal- they went somewhere else and they didn't have a big salad. That was the and right. yeah, and she said we don't make big salads. And said, Could you make two salads and put them together? And make a big salad. All right, here's another one. What's the highest point in Brooklyn? Where is the highest point in Brooklyn? Bing, the top of the cyclone. Uh, uh, on land. On land. The Greenwood, Greenwood Cemetery. Bing, correct. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's where you came from. That's a good they one. Got- buddy. They got that uh, statue waving to the Statue of Liberty or something. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Now, this is very open-ended. But this is what, uh, this is mine. You have to guess what I think it is. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Which I, I, I don't, actually, now that I read it, I don't, I'm going to skip it. I'm skipping it. Ah, what was it? Skipper. I'll, I'll, maybe at the end. All, All right. right. How many stops on the D trade is it from West 4th to 34th? 36? Are we, in, are oh, we in including West 4th as the stop so itself? You, so you're at West 4th. How many more stops do you have to get to get to 36th Street? To 34th Street. In the city. In oh, the wait. City. Oh, okay. So you have to, to 34th Street. Yeah. How many stops? I think is it's one, isn't it? Bing. Oh, it might be one. It is one. It is one. That was a trick question. <laughs> Broadway, Lafayette. Broad, what's the stop before West 4th? Broadway, yeah, Broadway Lafayette. Lafayette. Before yeah. that's Canal. Yeah, that was my trick question. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what now occupies where CBGBs used to be? Um, oh. I, bing. Okay. Got a bing. Um, it's a designer. Yeah. Is it John Varvatos? That's it. Good <laughs> ching. All right. I nailed it. I don't know why I know that one. All right. In what area are you most likely to able to buy a ceramic AK-47 filled with vodka? Area of New York or area of Brooklyn? Well, it's in Brooklyn. Oh, all right. What should we call it? So it's, it's Brighton. Correct. Brighton that is correct. Ta-ting. Correct. All right. Which bar has an alleged... Bar stool that Abraham Lincoln sat in hanging behind the bar. We'll call it. I know where it is. It's on 7th. McSorley's. 
Correct. What is it? McSorley's is one of the oldest bars in Manhattan, if not the oldest. Oh, I think it's in Brooklyn. That's what I'm like. No, no, in, okay. in New York. Yeah, uh, probably, as you said, in the world. Uh, yeah, he, I guess he did a, uh, a speech at Cooper Union, went to McSorley's after, and they took the bar, the bar stool he sat in, and never, no one ever sat in it again. It's like, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, that's the alleged tale. All right, finally, please finish this sentence. Please stand away from the platform's edge. Beep. Mommy, mommy, the Jumbawambies are on. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, finish the line. Yeah. Standing too close to the platform edge may cause injury. Nope. Something like that. It's please stand away from the platform edge. Well, especially while trains are approaching. Well, now I've, I've kind of forgotten. But I think it's please stand away from the, the platform's edge while incoming and outcome. I've forgotten. I should have. A lot of people. I, I, should have, I, I, I heard it, and we've heard it all a yeah. trillion times. A lot, away from the platform. A edge. lot of people may not remember that because I'm sure on their way to work they're listening to like DJ Stepchild's <laughs> mixtapes and stuff, you know, so they can't hear all that. Well, I'll say this, DJ this. Stepchild. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. We Seth. talked about wrestling. We, we talked, talked a lot about wrestling. Stem cells, and we did a little quiz. Yeah, and so everybody was, won. So that was a good hour. Sure did. So, would you? How do you like this podcasting thing? Would you be back? Will you come back? I definitely will be back. Yeah, and and, and by this and by that if time, you'll have me. I'll be back because sure. we're we're in the uh, the the early parts of uh, this podcast, and so we're just trying to figure out the format and everything. Trying to get people entertained. I think we did a little entertaining. Yeah, I'd say so. I was entertained. Yeah, I agree. That I'm, I'm trying to learn this. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so we're figuring it out, everybody. And it's just going to get better. Uh, but Paulson, thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, DJ Stepchild. And this is the Ripper Radio Podcast. I'm Seth. Doug. I'm John Paulson, DJ Stepchild. And what do you say, what do you say Doug? I don't know. What are you... What are you, what, what are you getting at? When we're flying out, what, what are we gonna do? What do I do? Rip it! Yes! <laughs> Have you ever seen a show with fellas on the mic with one minute rhymes that don't come out right? They bite. They never write. That's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight on the very mic, you're about to hear. We swear the, the best, best star rappers of the year. So, so, cheerio. Yeah.